0: Welcome to the Just Off Glen Podcast with your host, Christy Alexander, where we talk to the movers, shakers, and changemakers. Just Off Glen. Hi, listeners. Thank you for joining us for today's episode of the Just Off Glen podcast. I am your host, Christy Alexander. I'm the founder of WorkSmart Coworking and Meeting Space, a professional workspace where you can elevate your business and reach your goals surrounded by a community of inspiring people. Today on the podcast, I'm joined by one of those inspiring people, one of WorkSmart's members, Ben Rowley. And he's working on an organization that we're excited to share about today. So, Ben, thank you so much for being here.
1: Thank you for having me.
0: It's my pleasure. So I think I would really like to share a little bit about your journey. Um, You grew up in this area and then you were away for a bit. So can you share about that and what brought you back to Glens Falls?
1: Absolutely. Yeah. I, um, my family moved here when we were five or I was five and uh, I went to St. Mary's school in Glens Falls for about eight years, which was An incredible experience, and uh, I went to Queensbury from grade seven to twelve, and I always had a a fondness for this area, for the community. Um, And I moved to New York um, for school at NYU when I was uh, eighteen, and uh, I did love it. It was great. You know, it's obviously there's a great art scene and music scene down there, but um, (laughs) I always had this pull, uh, you know, back to this area. I many of my friends uh, still live around here. And I've been particularly drawn to the growing art scene, the um, sort of uh, emerging, you know, creativity I can feel from mm-hmm. this area, and um, especially during the pandemic, you know, when I was sort of suddenly, almost kind of forced to move back up here, um, I could feel that very specifically, and I felt a degree of momentum, and and so since then I've been I've been very much in place here.
0: I. I agree with you that that momentum is, um, if I'm using the word right, palpable, like it it is, it's there, it's real and it's very exciting.
1: Yeah. There's, there's always been so much talent in this area, Mm -hmm. um, but it's really exciting to see so many different organizations, programs, um, that are involving so many different people. Um, and it's particularly exciting also that you can, there are other people like me that are moving back from. Um, areas they may have moved to, um, you know, for that reason. So it's exciting to be a part of that.
0: It is. We're so glad you're back. Um. So tell us a little bit about the organization that you're launching.
1: Yeah. So the the name of the organization is Arch Infinite, and it's a nonprofit organization. And I began drafting the idea for this in March 2021 with my friend and collaborator Sam Donraj from. New York who I went to school with she was a classical voice major and we collaborated on many different things in college and um, both both of us had um, you know a very similar um, inspiration I think in carrying the performing arts to you know in in new directions I think uh, for the next generation and um, so over the course of about 15-16 months project evolved in all these different directions and it finally sort of landed in place about four to five months ago when we sort of came to the realization that essentially the most effective thing that we can do as artists to help younger emerging artists um, you know find their path is is provide resources to them you know in the broad sense of the term Um, you know, instruments, um, resources for the stage, resources for set building, resources for wardrobe, for performance, for recording. Out of the sort of theory that as much as um, giving people opportunities to collaborate is important, it's even more important to give people (laughs) the resources to build their own influence from a young age. Um, I was very fortunate, you know, to have a piano growing up or, you know, to have access to uh, many different instruments and, and. If I hadn't had that, you know, I'm I'm not sure what path I would be on now. Um, It's also hugely fortunate to be in this area growing up. There's so many fantastic theater programs and, you know, incredibly um, uh, gifted teachers and inspiring teachers. Mm -hmm. Um, And not everybody has that. So that's been a huge um, source of influence for the project. That's awesome.
0: Hey, folks, thanks for listening to the podcast Many people know WorkSmart offers private offices and shared workspace, but what you may not know is that WorkSmart also has meeting spaces that are really easy for you to book, on demand. Impress your clients, bring your team together to harness the creative energy that can only happen in person, or offer a training or workshop. Come see for yourself by booking a tour at worksmartgf.com. Now let's return to our conversation. So, how, um, talk a little bit about some of the steps, uh, that you're, you're taking in the near term. And I'm curious about how you're, uh, going to go about pulling together the resources.
1: Yes. Yes. So the organization is, um, structured a little bit, um, uniquely, I think maybe in comparison to other arts organizations in that there's essentially five, um, professional performing arts organizations that, um, are essentially designed to fund the nonprofit. And these are, um, one is called Arch Theatrical, a, th- uh, a theater, performing arts program, um, Arch Cinematic, the film program, um, Arch Philharmonic, the orchestral, um, Arch Operatic, opera, and then Arch Chorale, which is choral music. And between the five of these, um, we were hoping to pull in a lot of, uh, professional and semi-professional artists from the area and beyond, um, who will both, you know, function in, in performing, but also in hopefully being mentors and, and, um, you know, guiding spirits for the people that, for the young people that, um, are drawn to the organization. Um, and more specifically right now, what I'm really focused on is we're building a series of, of apps and, um, that will be carrying a lot of the, uh, subject matter, the shows, um, you know, the the film scores that will be incorporated into the program in the the first one to two years um, as part of funding the nonprofit, but also um, as part of introducing a lot of the content and the sort of themes of Arch Infinite um, to the community. And and when I say themes, I think one of the key distinctive ideas that uh, my collaborators and I have talked about a lot is the idea of approaching any of the performing arts um, in a way that you're not stuck in one role. Um, You're not just the director, you're not just the choreographer, you know, the leading performer. Um, You're really seeing uh, the way a performance can carry from every direction possible. Um, I think a lot of times, particularly when you get older, you're encouraged to individualize, specialize, um, and that's great. I kind of come from the philosophy that the branches um, feed each other, and the more you learn from Many different perspectives; the more holistic your mindset becomes, and and really the the more rewarding, um, the performing experience. the experience yeah. becomes um, from both an audience perspective and, and from from performing you know perspective.
0: That's interesting because it parallels uh, the conversation that I had with Matt Bolton from the Culinary School the other day. Where the uh, they teach the students both front of the house and back of the house, and he also talked about how you know knowing how all of those pieces operate in unity really enriches the entire experience. Absolutely. And so you are saying the same thing. I think that's fantastic. I
1: love that. Yeah, I think I think there is a I can sense that in in society at large right now. There is a sort of there is a wind of sort of. I don't know what the word is. There's a, there's a pull towards uh, wanting to see things from a more three dimensional perspective. I think sure. um, many experiences, you know, in um, in conversation, um, sometimes in performance, can feel like you know there's a director, there's a performer. Um, it's a sort of a two way linear street. I think a lot of a lot of what we're trying to do is create an immersive environment that um, you know that can help people sort of. A- grow into themselves and i think so many you know organizations already do that so um exceptionally um but yeah it's really interesting to hear <laughs>
0: yeah right um i'd like to talk a little bit about the name arch infinite yeah. um you and i talked a bit about this the other day and i had never really <laughs> thought of things from this perspective but share a little bit about how you, how the name came about
1: yeah it's a little bit built off of what i was what i was just talking about um it, it sort of started as an acronym for artistry, respect, uh, courage, and honesty. Okay. And that was the sort of baseline that we worked from. Then it sort of went in all these different directions. But, um, yeah, essentially the the idea behind the arch is that um, it's, it's sort of pursuing um, a view of the world that is um, beyond the linear narratives or linear approaches to, to understanding. So, again, that three-dimensional space of thinking – you know, for example, when you're considering the perspectives that are not just across from you or polar opposite to you, but tangential to you or above you or beyond, you know, in different areas. Mm-hmm. And I think um, a lot of the works we're writing are, are sort of um, inspired by the idea of taking uh, branches of understanding concepts and then combining them in ways um, that inspire people to create their own understandings mm-hmm. versus um, reiterate or regurgitate. And I think, um, it's very much also inspired by the idea of creating in the moment and, um, creating in a very live sense of the word, um, as opposed to relying too much on, um, script or, or the recorded narrative. Um, yeah, but there's, there's a lot of different, um, I think applications of the word arch, but that's, I guess the preliminary metaphor we've, we've worked with.
0: Awesome. Yeah. I like the, uh, the out of the box, uh, thinking and, uh, the freedom that what you're describing, um, is, is, uh, bringing about.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I think, um, one of what's gotten me really excited is the idea of working with, um, students and, and working with in school settings. Um, I've always been you know very passionate about education and particularly passionate about, um, education that, allows students to formulate their own, Mm. um, models of understanding and doesn't just teach them to, um, respond to the way they've been taught to understand. It's very, you know, it's, it's one of those things like there are definitely benefits to that. And I've benefited from that in so many ways, but, um, as I've gotten older, I think I've seen more and more of a desire of, of young people to be creatively inclined as more and more artistic resources have come through, you know, the technological resources um, that have expanded over the past decade. So, yeah.
0: Yeah, that's interesting. I, I see that happening as well. Yeah. Um, curious about um, what local organizations you imagine yourself working with.
1: Yeah. Um, the primary goal, like I said, is to, is to uh, start by, you know, creating resource centers for artists and then from there i definitely would love the organizations to come to us we don't want to obviously there's so many like i said so many great arts organizations in this you know uh, region um you don't want to you know (laughs) i don't want to you know take a place that isn't already covered if that makes sense but um with that said there's been a lot of artists i've talked to um, about the organization and and people involved you know at the wood theater involved with um uh, numerous churches and schools um community programs, um, some of the YMCA um, who've all expressed interest to varying degrees and um, one thing I'm particularly interested in is working with people that are not necessarily um, self-considered artists they're not necessarily people that grew up with formal artistic training but maybe um, have felt that creative urge grow maybe during the pandemic sure um, yeah. <laughs> or felt just like, Smaller just to be involved in something that feels collaborative without wanting to, you know, take the lead or, or having sure. that direct access to something that, you know, is is directly um, creative or collaborative in that sense. Um, so I, I really want to stress, you know, when we start, you know, the outreach programs, um, you know, trying to to reach out to people that, you know, have just some level of opening to the idea of, of you know, working on some sort of theater piece or, or working backstage at a you know a small music event or or even you know coming up with a program or a presentation on their own and maybe not having all the resources to execute it or not all you know not having the vision entirely set in mind, but mm-hmm. you know, wanting that first step into into becoming involved.
0: It sounds like you're saying that there's a place at the table for just about everybody, no matter how how um uh, in depth, your interest is if if there's some sort of creative interest in um, you know whether it be the the person who is um, singing or you're behind the scenes supporting those who are singing. It sounds like you're saying there's Absolutely. there's a lot of space there yeah. for people to become part of what you're doing.
1: Definitely, and I, I, I love to I love to structure it as like a big uh, a big family to an extent um, <laughs> a collective. yeah yeah i think um
0: definitely a community yeah
1: yeah for sure i think um it's always hard like i I found a lot of times when i'm working on productions or film sets it's like everything is internal like you're like this is the group we're working at you know with this week and it becomes a family for a short bit of time and then you sort of trail off for a while but okay it'd be cool to create a a collectivized feel so you know you feel like the projects are sort of spiraling in and out of each other, and you right. might see somebody on this set or in, in this project, and then see them a year later doing this. And but it feels like you're still connected, right. even if you don't see somebody for a long period of time. And I think um, I've always had that desire to to be a part of something that has a communal feel. Um, so I, I do feel that often, you know, not to be cliche in the age of in the age of social media, there is that sort of sense of um, the communities are there, but they're not always tangible, like you were saying, right. I, you can't always feel it. Um, and and so that's what I'm passionate about, sort of uh, helping to uh, manifest and to whatever degree possible.
0: It's a lot of fun talking to you always because you've, you've got so many ideas. <laughs> um, and I know that one of the challenges of entrepreneurship is, is reining in those ideas Um and, you know, some have to be put on the back burner and uh, some are for, for the immediate. Uh, mm. How uh, how do you do oh, with yeah. that yourself? Oh, my gosh. Because <laughs> <laughs> I know for f- me, I just got a notebook and started writing down. Yeah. I was like, I don't want to lose the idea, yeah. but it's, I don't think it's for now. But yeah. maybe if I write it down, it'll be next week. <laughs> yeah,
1: that's, like my fa- that's my favorite question. <laughs> right. uh, um, I, no, it's like a definitely, that's a work in process. I, I, I'm always trying to figure out a way to... Um, I think, consolidate ideas and practicalize them in a sense that um, makes them, I think, understandable both to other people, and, and and but also like something that I can sort of drive myself and not, you know, expand so much that I lose track of what, what it's really trying to get at. And I think right. a lot of times when I'm thinking about different ideas of where to take the organization or take a specific project, localizing them and bringing them down to like their root level is always what sort of brings me back to feeling that passion Um, Mm -hmm. and in this case it would be students or people that get that spark for the first time of creativity or um, inspiration into performing or uh, I think um, that's that's what keeps me really motivated um, because I think having done you know writing film scores and working on different um, projects for a long time you, you it's easy to lose that Initial um, that that spark, yeah. <laughs> and it's really great to be reminded of that <laughs> um, when you see it manifest in other people. So yeah, yeah.
0: <laughs> it is. I I often tell people that um, as the owner of WorkSmart, Smart, I have the privilege of watching yourself and different members in this space um, grow your businesses and your organizations mm-hmm. and you know, there are days when I just stand in awe of what you guys are doing and your ideas and your accomplishments. And, you know, I, I just want to put up my hand and say, I, I will gladly be that person that, you know, turns on the lights and sweeps the floor and, you know, makes this a space for you guys to come to so that, you know, you can, uh, keep innovating and keep growing your businesses and your organizations. And um, you guys have all become my inspiration. And I'm curious all the time, you know, who's who's your um, biggest inspiration?
1: Well, thank you. That was, that was really, really nice. <laughs> well, I should first say how much I, I really, really appreciate being here um, and how much, you know, I've been at WorkSmart for about four months now and there's a the amount of perspectives I've gotten <laughs> from the different people working here has really influenced, I think, where Arch has gone, even in the short time. So, so, so grateful for that. Um, Wonderful. In, yeah, inspirations. Um, I'm really inspired by uh, 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 teachers, first and foremost. I've always been very inspired by teachers, particularly ones that go above and beyond in challenging students and finding new ways of um, presenting information and presenting, you know, modes of interpretation. I, I think um, you know, teachers are heroes. It, 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 particularly, you know, in throughout the past three years, it's it's they've just been um <laughs> so essential and having to go on and off of Zoom in right. and, and so many different settings, it's been it's unbelievable. Um I'm also very inspired by um I think artists who are willing to uh, communicate or, or say things that are um out of the box or maybe difficult um i'm very inspired by people who are not um you know con- overly conformist but also have a respect for you know the mode or the genre or the form that they're coming from mm-hmm. um i think going both ways and that's another idea that, that sort of supports the arch concept the idea of looking forward at new ideas while also respecting um where something comes from or where you come from um and, uh, specifically around here, I think, you know, I was, you know, one of my, um, big influences was definitely work at, you know, uh, performing and then being able to play the keyboard for, uh, youth theater, Lake George youth theater in Lake George and, um, Mickey loose and the entire loose family who were, uh, you know, huge, huge, uh, <laughs> artistic influences in my, throughout my adolescence. And then, uh, at NYU really meeting many, um, you know, phenomenal vocalists and composers from around the country and in the world. It was uh, just a phenomenal experience. So, yeah, that would be the sort of uh, first, first-hand answer, I guess. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That's awesome.
0: <laughs> so you have a website, and yes. we're going to share that information in our episode notes. And I'm curious about um, maybe what, what are some of your next steps?
1: Yeah, so the website is uh, archinfinite.us. And, uh, on the website, there are two links. One is to join a mailing list, people that are interested in, um, following the programs that develop March infinite and, and seeing the projects that sort of manifest. And then the other link is for people that are interested in being involved, uh, more directly. And that would be, uh, aligned more to the internal creative team, um, to reach out to you and in whatever department or departments, um, you specialize in or are interested in beginning to, uh become accustomed to. um the second part of the question sorry for <laughs> what was the second uh? uh
0: that was you know how how oh, the yeah. community can get involved <laughs> right. and those were a couple of ways yeah in, in the next steps
1: yeah the, the 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 first step right now is the launching of our uh, music streaming app archetype which will be out in about a month. Curious, and are
0: yeah. you guys building that app? Yes, yeah. I, I yeah. mean, it blows me away. I mean, we have to wear a lot of hats as entrepreneurs, <laughs> oh, yeah. but oh, it's, uh, it's yeah. always fun to hear.
1: Yeah, it's been fun. I mean, we're, we're trying to play with innovative ways of, um, you know, there's so many great you know music streaming apps that people are already accustomed to. So we're, we're trying to play with ways that both present music in a new way, but present the interface in which we interact with it in a fresh way, um, you know, incorporating Know, audio visual cues, lyrics, sheet music, um, different modes of listening, You know, like radio mode, broadcast mode, um, cinematic mode, et cetera. Um, and once we get that going, that'll be great because then we'll have a lot of um, material that people will be able to start interacting with for the program because um, there'll be a lot of you know fully written projects that are already established. Um, so it, I think that's a, a big first step in terms of uh, that we're building to right now. Um, and then beyond that, um, there will be a, a number of programs that will be communicated both online and um, through our outreach program. So,
0: Excellent. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Um, so share your uh, contact information one more time.
1: Yeah. So the website is archinfinite.us US, and uh, on there you can join the mailing list or um, click the link to become more involved directly.
0: Thank you. I think that's important because what you're doing is super exciting, and I know people are going to want to be involved. And like I said, we'll share all of that in the episode notes. I know a lot of people listen while they're driving. Um, I do, or out running or something. So (laughs) (laughs) the more you can hear something, the more you'll commit it to memory. So, Ben, it's been a pleasure to be able to talk with you. I feel like every time we connect, I learn something new. (laughs) and uh This is, uh, it it never disappoints to Uh, be able to have a conversation with you. Well, thank
1: you so much, Christy. This has been awesome. I really appreciate it.
0: (laughs) My pleasure. And thank you, listeners, for joining us. We know that you have a lot of options uh, as to where you spend your time. So we thank you so much for spending this last half hour with us. If you know someone in the region who is doing amazing work to make a difference, please connect with us at justoffglenn at gmail.com so we can share their story on our podcast. We'll see you next time, just off Glen.
1: Thanks for listening. This podcast was recorded at Work Smart Coworking and Meeting Space in downtown Glen Falls and produced by Black Mountain Visuals.
0: Don't forget to subscribe and leave us a review. Join us again next time. We'll meet just off Glen.